Welcome to Common Repriser Forze. I'm Ashley, and I'm here with your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hey, Common Rider. Common Rider. We had to take one more week off so you and me could resolve our differences about that episode. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we have. Li- we've literally uh, just finished fist fighting. Yeah, we we both said some hurtful things about disagreeing about a children's show. And we had to take a week to cool off before we were prepared to record something again. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it very clear that that's not true. No. <laughs> uh, Luke, in the meantime, what have you been doing? God, what have I been doing? So, okay. The short answer is, like, being a fucking idiot. Okay. All right. Yeah, I want to know yeah, what the long yeah. answer is, though. <laughs> really being a fucking idiot? Okay. So I'm trying to figure out the, the way to go through this list. Uh, like, several years ago, when it was we were pretty early into dating, uh, Chelsea uh, mentioned that she really likes the game Chibi Robo for the GameCube and that she yeah. wanted me to play it. Yeah. Um, mostly to razz me because you play as a tiny guy in that one. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> But also she thinks it's a good game And uh, she like lent it to me And then I never got around to playing it Yeah, and, sounds right uh, then she moved in uh, down here last year And like, I don't know, seven, eight months ago Hooked her GameCube up to our TV And put the Chibi Robo disc into it And said, you need to beat this before I unplug this to move out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I finally did that. That game's alright. Yeah. Chibi Robo. Yeah, you're a little guy, you gotta, like... Here's the thing about that game. The, like, the elevator pitch of it is you're, like, this tiny little robot. You're, like, two inches tall. And you have to just help the family out with their chores. Like, Mm. you have to, like, pick up garbage off the ground and throw it away. Or, like, use a toothbrush to scrub up stains on the floor. That kind of thing. And you think that's just kind of what the game is... And then it turns to nighttime, and it turns out that game works on Toy Story rules? Oh. Yeah, all yeah. the toys come to life at night. And they all have this, like, these complicated interpersonal dramas you have to solve. Um, more than one of them died by the end of it. Wow. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the dog's chew toy is in love with the dad's, like, fancy Figma tokusatsu figure. And uh, I was trying to encourage her to talk to him, and instead she got so flustered that she died, and now her ghost just follows him around at all times. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, only I can see her. Bummer. (laughs) Yeah. And then another guy is like one of those dancing flower toys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
every time he dances, he sweats a bunch and also lays a seed like an egg. And I can go plant it to get little baby dancing flowers. And I guess I did that too many times and he died. What? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it becomes shockingly, like, serious. Like, there's another toy in the room who's like, has kind of a crush on him, but she's like an old lady. So she's like, oh, I'm not gonna... You know, I just like to watch him move. Oh, God, why isn't he moving anymore? And you get, like, black title cards about how you're all grieving through the night for him? What the fuck? I think there's a side quest where you can bring him back to life, but I did not figure that one out. Murderer. Aliens come down at one point. Well, that's just normal. Yeah. There's, like, a subplot about, like, an energy crisis, because everybody keeps using chibi-robos, and they're, like destroying the power grid because they use too much electricity. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. But then the end of the game is that, like, one of your long-term goals is the family used to have a Giga Robo, which is like a four-foot-tall helper, and uh, he used way too much battery, and, like, their electric bills were bankrupting them, so they just shut him off and put him in the basement. And your thing, long-term, is to save up money... To buy enough electricity to turn him on? For ten minutes. Well, that's what I figured. But then it turns out that those aliens that showed up are his friend. And uh, lo a long time ago, they told him they would grant him two wishes. And his first wish was to bring all the toys to life. And that's why that's happening. Oh. Yeah, and his second wish was to uh, have a body that would never run out of energy. Uh, yeah, and then they had to like go back to their home planet to build like the the energy source for that oh. because it was hard. So, so they've shown back up and they give him that, and now he doesn't need electricity. And they're also like, "Hey, we like you too. You can have it too. You're also immortal now." Well, that's nice. Yeah, we just made it. We had a spare for a tiny guy. Yeah, yeah. the big well, guy he... just has a power outlet on him, and he just plugs you into him, and it works. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That. That game's charming. It uh, its biggest problem is that it came out in like 2003, and the camera controls like it. Oh sure. Yeah, but if you can get over that, pretty cute little game. <sighs> and that was one of like eight games I've been juggling. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Okay, well, uh, one of the just like the long-standing ones, Smash Bros. I'm trying to get Luigi into uh, Elite Smash, and that's Looks slow like that's going. going worse than you thought it would. Yeah, here's the thing about Luigi. He's very good, but he's super technical. Like, if you are good at video games, he has, like, touch-of-death combos in Smash Bros. Ultimate, where, like, if you grab somebody, they just die. It doesn't matter. I oh. can't do those. <laughs> I'm gonna learn this. Yeah, his grab also kind of sucks, which is part of, like, what balances him a bit, because it's just very slow. But if he sure. catches you with it, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, because he's got that thing where, like, with his up B, where he does, like, the Mario jump, ever since, like, Melee, if you, like, nail that on the first frame, it just blows them out of the fucking water, and it kills at, like, 60%, and people just figured out a combo that does 60% damage out of a crab. That's lovely. Delightful. Yeah. I love uh -huh. it when Luigi kills. Yeah, it's like you down throw, and then just do, like, a couple of his, like, down air drill kicks, and then up B, and they die. But Luigi it's really kills like the sequel to Machete Kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
near the near remake came out and I had a whole little saga with that where I was like, everybody's a sucker buying this fucking HD remake. You know what I'll bet's a lot cheaper? The original Nier. Uh, <laughs> I will get the Xbox 360 version from the Electronic Bay, and uh, that's going to be like half the price. And it's the same game. Whatever. Um, and I ordered that and then realized, looked it up and found out, oh. That's one of those games that is not backwards compatible on Xboxes. If you don't have a 360, you can't play it. Owned. Yeah. So then I thought, all right, well, fuck it. I just paid for that. It's going to be like a week before it gets here and then probably more time before I get through the return process. I paid for a copy. I'm just going to emulate it. And I downloaded the PS3 emulator and installed that. And um, it has to, like, compile the... The ISO, when you first download it, I guess that's how the PS3 stuff works. And well, the power of the cell processor, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the process of compiling it, like, pushed my computer's internal temperature, like, over 90 degrees Celsius. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, mm. and for a while there, it seemed like maybe it killed my computer. It seems like it's fine, and it survived, but it was... It was not acting right, so I tried to power cycle it, and it took a good couple minutes to come back up. That's devastating. Uh, and then I was like, okay, well, that sucked, but I can, like, run the game now, and it doesn't get hot when I do that, so let's just play. And then, uh, while I was doing that, it crashed, uh, costing me, like, an hour of progress. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, not doing it this way. And then our friend Dustin... Uh, told me, I'll just mail you my PS3 copy of the original Nier. You don't have to do this. <laughs> uh, so he did that, and now I have his copy. Thank you, Dustin. I have played it enough to catch back up to where I was on the emulator version, um, and then I haven't played past that point you yet. You are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, that's how I opened this. Bro. <laughs> because now we're on to the C plot. We're like, Last week, I was in kind of a funk. I was really depressed for a couple days. I got brain worms. It happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Friday or Saturday rolled around, and I was like, uh, you know, fuck it. I've been, I'm finally starting to feel a little better. I've been feeling bad. Luke deserves a treat. And here's, here's the thing about me. Yeah. yeah. I have, you know, like, self-control? No. Okay, good. Me neither. I don't have that. <laughs> I've been looking at both Pokemon Snap and Returnal, and those were both no! games that are... I've been looking at them and was like, those are both games that I think look neat. Kind of more expensive than I think they should be charging for either of them, though. I don't know if I'm going to get either of them. But then Luke Deserves a Treat happened, and I caught both of them. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense. Luke! <laughs> I might have also bought Rose and Evil 8. <laughs> Luke! Luke deserved a treat! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy a treat, you bought six bags of candy! What did I just say about self-control? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did you say, Chelsea? Said you did, you did deserve a treat. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea! I'm glad you got someone who supports you. Chelsea did say she'd uh, give me half of the money for Pokemon Snap because she wants to play it too. And right, I would—that's fair. That's I fair. You know, you guys, I if you go halfsies, but... yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, <laughs> Pokemon Snap's pretty good. I I looked at it and I was like, damn, this does cost 60 USD. Yeah, that's that's a solid like it should be 40 at most. Yeah. But, you know, if you were depressed and decided you needed a treat, it's a treat. <laughs> no, totally. It um it's very it's that N64 game. Like it plays very similar to it. Um, down to, like, the photo grading system, which was kind of rudimentary. It's the exact same photo grading system. Like, they want the Pokemon big. They want it, like, dead on with the, the camera. And yeah. that's that's the main things that'll get you a lot of points. There's no system to, like, tell if you have an interesting composition. They do not give a shit. It's kind of brutal that that is the case when Umarangi Generation exists. Yeah, but also the way Umarangi Generation handles that is just like, is it in the frame? Yes, no, good. That's all Umarangi cares about. And all the composition stuff is like on you to decide. Like, they give you a lot of like tools to play with to say, like, this is how I want the photo to look. But as far as the game goes, they kind of don't care as long as you take the photo. I guess that's Um, true. But then Pokemon demands you make a big centered. I, I yes. feel like with Pokemon Snap, it's like more like we're trying to make these like for a textbook. This yeah. is going to be like yeah. a textbook photo of Pikachu. That's true, but even then, like I got like this lovely photo of two Bidoofs with like twigs in their mouths because they were building a dam. Because they're adorable. They're adorable. But you know what's more points than that is like the camera zoomed all the way in on a Bidoof's face so that like not even both of its eyes are in the frame. <laughs> yeah Where Pokemon Snap does kind of address that though Is they have like They'll score your photos And they only want the ones that are Shitty basically But then you can also like pick through them And save the ones that are good To like a separate album And they have like some sliders and stuff I think there's even a thing where you can like Load up like the zone that the photo was taken in. If you want to like take it from a different angle or like change the timing a little bit, I don't know. You can you can resnap. It's not really a lot of like changing the time or the angle. Okay, it's more uh like the the framing of it. You can change the focus and the oh, I see. Like, see depth I, yeah, I hadn't loaded it all. I imagined it would just like dump me into the level again, but it's, like, frozen in time at when I took the picture, and I could, like, move around a little more, but... No. Yeah. Uh, Like, being on rails is, like, a very specific part of that game. Oh, totally. That's part of the thing about that game, is it's not really, like, a photography game. It's a rail shooter that looks like a photography game. Um, Yes. And I, I said, I think it's fun. They really... The first Pokemon Snap is very short, because you're supposed to play the levels over and over. Yeah. Um... They really want you to understand that you're supposed to play the levels over and over in this one. You gotta play them a lot before they'll unlock the next level. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. It seems like it speeds up a little bit after, like, I unlocked, like, two back-to-back the last time I played it, so that was nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Uh, Returnal's neat, but it, like... I don't know, they released some patch that, like, nukes your save or some shit, so I'm kind of not playing God. it. <laughs> yeah. I, um... I saw uh, Dia posting about it, and yeah. 
mentioned that there's an incredible shotgun in it, but the game wants you to play at range at all times. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the most devastating thing I've ever heard. You can't put You'll a good just, shotgun in yeah. and then make people play from far away. You will get obliterated if you Sucks. try to go in close. Sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that, again, that was the game where I was like, I don't think I need to get this. And then I saw someone say, well, the game starts with you crash landing on an alien planet and then discovering your own dead body. It's like, all right, fuck you. Don't that's just stealing money from me at this point. You can't tell <laughs> me that's how the money games. from you. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna if that's how your video game starts, I have to buy it because I'm me. Eat shit. Anyway, I don't know. I have not gotten far enough into that game to find like the story or whatever. Sure. Um but it's fun. It's it's difficult. Um, I think you might like it, Molly. But also, I'd recommend waiting till it's like way I'm cheaper. Paying seventy or... U.S. goddamn dollars for it. Tell you that no, much. You shouldn't. Don't worry. If you wait like three weeks, it'll be down. I'll just yeah. wait for it to be on PS Plus next year. It's fine. Yeah, I guess that's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's a extremely great PS next Plus year's game. PS Plus game. Yeah, listen, I'm stupid. I said that at the top. <laughs> Oh, okay, I, I'm sorry. I bought a PS5 for Deathloop. I'm paying for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I know I'm going long here, but Chelsea did remind me of an important Chibi-Robo thing that I have okay. to explain. Which is that, uh, alright, one of the toys is a teddy bear. And it seems like this cute little teddy bear, but then you talk to it and it turns, like, evil and rabid because it needs fucking flower nectar. That thing bears love to eat, you know? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, like, one of your tools, you steal, like, the play syringe from, like, the daughter's, uh, like, doctor playset or whatever, and you can just fill that with various liquids and then squirt stuff. So you have to go out to the, like, garden and draw up some nectar out of the flowers and then just spray it all over this bear and, uh... Basically, that quest progresses. You eventually have to get him nectar from a legendary flower that takes ten years to cultivate, so you have to do time travel to plant it in the past. It's Chibi-Robo's a lot. Uh, <laughs> seems, seems like. Yeah. But then you bring that to him, and he's like, okay, I think this stuff will finally, like, it'll be so good that I won't need nectar anymore. Shower me with it, Chibi. And, um... You do that, and he enjoys it so much that he pisses himself. All right. <laughs> he says he thinks he's going to wet himself, and then it cuts to a puddle forming under his feet. Ashley, what you been doing? And then I collected <laughs> that water in the syringe no! and went and, and I went and sprayed it on the aliens. What did they think? Uh, they they were like hot and needed cool down, so I thought they needed water, but it didn't. They they just kind of like like not no, that it's not good enough. So the piss didn't work. No, the, the teddy bear piss did not work. Why does the teddy bear even piss? <laughs> A lot of things. God, Ashley, tell me what you've been doing. I've been watching a lot of movies. Wow, what? <laughs> I know, fucking shocker. <laughs> uh, 
I watched uh, the movie uh, Mission Impossible, uh, which is very good. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise fights on top of a bullet train. It's a bullet train, bro. It it's like a it's like a hyperspeed train at least. I don't know if it is like that's crazy. Bullet, but you can't it go that is fast. He's going through like the on the train from France to Europe. Does he? Uh, the what? Does he have magnet shoes at least? Nah, he's just fucking holding on. <laughs> Uh, and then there's uh, they go through a tunnel and there's a helicopter in the tunnel, uh, and it's all fucked up. <laughs> um, I watched Ed Wood, which is a movie that's regrettably made by Tim Burton and starring Johnny Depp, and I regrettably loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it's, it's about sometimes. making movies. It's about making movies. And it's about weird shit with gender that ha- it handled better than I thought it would. Yeah, that's the part I'm surprised to hear, because I knew that was a thing and I just kind of assumed that with those people, it probably isn't great, but... Yeah, like, maybe because I expected so little of it. Sure. It um, hit. It, like... Yeah, like, when I say like it hit, like I, like, I wasn't even like, oh man, like, this is, like, really emotional for me. Sure. It's just like, oh yeah, that, like, seems like... This is better than I thought it was be. <laughs> right, right. Um. Yeah, no, it 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 worked it pretty well for me. I watched uh, Halloween after being uh, kind of up and down on John Carpenter, mostly down. Uh, this one was really really good. Uh, I don't want to get to, like the full arguments, but there I've seen over the course of my life so many dumb arguments about if Halloween is sexist or not. Oh, sure. Uh, with one of the main uh, things being that it's uh, writ- it's co-written by a woman, so obviously you can't be sexist. Well, that's... But, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how things work. That's how things work. Um... There are zero so, uh, <laughs> lesbian turfs, as we yes, all know. Not a one. Um, the really non-sexist piece of media, Harry Potter. Right. Right. I, I don't know if I, like, am versed enough to, like, really get into, like, whether what I think about, like, the portrayal of women in that. Mm-hmm. But... It has, like, really good, like, act, like, characters that seem legitimate, and the framing and all the stuff and just the fucking tension that they put into it before Michael Myers shows up, uh, is very good. Um, and Michael Myers does do the Undertaker setup at one point. <laughs> That's scary. Um, yeah, like, the, the amount of times where it's just, like, we are shooting him in the backgrounds. Like, you know, and like with a gun? No, with a camera. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like he is just like in the background of this scene and like you don't notice until like way later or it's or like, you know, someone passes in front of him and then he's gone. <laughs> it's all of that kind of thing. 
Uh, yeah, I really good. like the scene where Michael Myers. Um, there's like that computer voice that's trying to talk through the process, and he keeps like, like he's he got a pee. pee. Yeah, and, but, and they think he's done, and it's like evacuation. Come, but Michael Myers just keeps peeing. Yeah, but he just keeps peeing. <laughs> that's. I spent this entire time trying to think of an Austin Powers bit that was like decent enough to use for that joke. Thank and he you. Came up with the piss joke. It's a pretty funny joke, honestly. It was pretty funny, yeah. I won't lie. Uh, I really like the part in a Halloween two where, for an entire like the entire opening scene, they just keep hiding Michael Myers' junk <laughs> beneath like different yeah. stuff. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, really weird that uh, the lady from the first one ends up being a robot, though. Yeah, it really seems like like the the emotional core of that first one is their relationship. Like, to the extent that that movie even has an emotional core. And it feels... I get that they're making a joke about, like, Bond girls, but it feels mean-spirited to just kill her off right at the start of that movie. Yeah, so what I'm saying is that I I can't say if the Austin Powers movies are sexist, but... (laughs) (laughs) She did have machine gun titties, though, and that's pretty cool. She did, and that's feminism. These boots were made for walking. (laughs) That scene... Might be formative for young Ashley now that I, I look like that back on it. That scene was formative for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, and then I watched the the Mitchells versus the Machines, which is like you know new Netflix animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie has a very specific energy and style of humor. That it's like one of those things where I get where people are not into it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it worked for me. The like little clips of it I've seen. It doesn't look like. Into the Spider-Verse, but it looks like a movie that, like, took some of the animation ideas that Spider-Verse had and kind of did their own thing yeah. with it. It's made by uh, the same producers, which, you know, okay, doesn't yeah, yeah. mean a lot. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, but, like, if if any producers mean anything, I think those do, two guys are, like, pretty good at it. Right. Uh, because it's the guys who made the Lego movie and 21 okay, Jump yeah. Street... And then the the things that they have produced is this and Spider Verse. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, Lord and Miller. Pretty seem like they got a good track record. Yeah, um, and uh, they use technology from Spider Verse, like the drawing lines on people's faces, to mm-hmm. uh, as part of it. Yeah, well, you just um, seem like the the clips I was seeing seemed like they had uh, like three D smear frames in a similar way to Spider Verse. Yeah, um, and uh, Claudia the Chance of Meatballs, which they also directed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, like, a lot more, like, 2D animation, that, like, actual 2D animation, not just 3D imitating that. Right. Uh, and some live action and some stop motion. Huh. Because the whole thing is that, like, the main character, she makes movies in her, uh, like, Apart, like you know, in her room, uh-huh. and so it's like a lot of puppets and a lot of. <laughs> I see. Uh, then I, I've been watching a lot of Mystery Science Theater because they're they're doing their big Kickstarter for their next season, and that just made me like super nostalgic. So I just ended up watching a bunch of it. Hmm. I just love Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, nice. Two. Two. That's a fun game. It takes a while to get going, but once it gets going, it's good. 
it does take a long time to get going. Uh, yeah, I've been playing. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. It's good. It's good. What oh, are you yeah. up to, Molly? Playing Dragon Quest Builders 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, doing that. Um, we we went to the Garden Island. Yeah, we went to the to the Farming Island. Went to the farming island. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty fun. I had a. I had a good time. We built a big tree, very big tree. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, Every, other, everyone called us heretics. Everyone called us heretics and said we were sinners. But I guess we could sin too. Actually, that sounds kind of fun. Um, what else have I been doing? Let me look at my. Look at ye old, Steam library. Oh, I'm playing Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. A lot of Stardew Valley. Um, I got like a year into a playthrough, and I was like, you know what, I'm good. That's pretty much all I needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I did my I did my farming. I might open that back up here and there. We'll see. Um, that game is a lot uh, bigger than it was back when. There's a lot of updates since that game came out in like mm-hmm. 2016 or whatever. So yeah, uh, I have literally had not played it since then. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I have been also playing. Oh, I know there's other stuff. Playing Apex Legends uh, yeah. still, because that game is fucking good. Um, you finished uh, Disco. I finished Disco. Yeah, I still yeah. fucking love that game. Game's great. I, uh, It's good. I've started the world's slowest playthrough of Disco. You Elite sure game. have. Um, That's fun. It's yeah. just, you know... Uh, I'm going to be starting Tyranny soon. That's our next, uh, next journal updated game. Um... So that's fun. I, I'm just glad I got it for free on Epic Game, uh, game Store like a mm-hmm. year ago. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't have to buy this. Um, and I think um, I think that's kind of it. Uh, I I fell off Monster Hunter Rise. I haven't played any of the new update just because I got to the end of like that game and was like, yeah, that was Monster Hunter. Right. Um, and I was thinking about playing Resident Evil Eight. Uh, just because people are talking about it the way they talk about Resident Evil 4. And I'm like, yeah. good, because I don't want to play a scary game. I want to play right, a shooting right. game. Yeah, yeah, everything I'm, I've heard is that like people that loved 7 are kind of disappointed by 8. I'm baby <laughs> when it comes to horror. I can't do it. My brain cannot handle it. I'll have a panic attack. It doesn't I work. Am, I'm not baby when it comes to horror, especially horror games. 7 scares the shit out of me. Well, you're playing in VR, too. Yeah, well, that's true. In, well, but even not in VR, that game is just scary as shit. I the fucking part where you're walking down the hall and the guy just like Kool Aid mans through the <laughs> wall in front of you. I like. This is the sound I made when I saw that for the first time. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. What now? What if they added? If you had a mod that made him the Kool Aid Man? <laughs> that has yeah, to but exist. For real. Uh, yeah. That definitely exists. Oh, yeah. Someone's already made a mod of RE8 that replaced all the zombies with Barney. Like That was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? The other thing um, I've been doing, I played some Picross. Just, I've never played Picross okay. before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like you know 2D what? or 3D? Uh, I started with 2D because I haven't done any Picross before. Okay, uh, yeah. So I wanted to understand it. That's pretty sure. fun. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. I got to like the second level of normal uh, levels in it. I was like, "Oh fuck, this is getting hard now." <laughs> like, oh uh-huh. shit. 
It's like doing the easy ones. It's like a five by five grid. I'm like, this is fucking baby shit. I can get this done. No problem. And then they're like, okay, fine. Here, idiot. Here's a 10 by 10. And also none of the rows are done. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I'll say real quick, Googling, I'm not seeing a Kool-Aid Man mod for RE7. I am seeing one that turns the family into the Griffins from Family Guy and one that turns <laughs> them into the Simpsons. <laughs> Good job, you. <laughs> oh, that's really funny, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah I'm posting the pic. <laughs> God, can you imagine? That is That's the, the yeah, that worst is thing I have ever terrifying. seen. <laughs> oh my god. That is awful. Oh, this one, there's also one that replaced all of them with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that to Bernie. He's old. He doesn't need this. All specifically uh, grumpy Bernie from the inauguration. Yeah. yeah. That's the meme. That's the meme. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I... Yeah. Go ahead, Ashley. As I was going to say, uh, I also watched the documentary You Can't Kill David Arquette. Okay. Well, can uh, you? Some people really try in that documentary. <laughs> uh, Luke, you're familiar with the actor David Arquette? The name's familiar. I'm sure as soon as you say he's the guy from Blank, I'll be like, oh, yeah. He's, like, in Scream. He's like He was, like, a mainly big... Of, Is like, he the, an idiocracy? I don't... Think so. Then a right, guy I've, that looks a lot like him is, I think. I've looked yeah. him up. He's vaguely familiar looking. Uh, I'm not seeing any movies that uh, I've seen him in, though. Okay, yeah. Like Scream yeah. is the is the big one. Yeah, I haven't seen Scream. In uh, the 2000, won the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. Okay. In WCW. Um and. It people did not like this. Okay, it's widely considered one of like the things that put WCW in the dirt, right? Yeah, it is considered like a company killer of a moment. Damn, why? Why? Because well, they put their title belt on an actor. On a on oh, a non wrestler. Must have been like a former wrestler turned actor. No, I he see. is like a hundred. Pounds wet actor. Okay. Who they booked in a with a dumb thing so that he could win a match for the title, and that then he was like the champion for a couple months. Okay. That seems like a move you would only do to have like somebody run in and like beat the shit out of him and steal the belt. You would think, but no. Okay. WCW. While um, a lot of people. Th- you know, it, it had some good stuff in it, I'm sure. It was largely pretty bad. Okay. Yes. It, it it was it was not a the best place. Okay. Not that, you know, WWF at that time was or better. Now. Or now. Wrestling's bad in general. Yeah. Um But one of the things that So yeah, people hate that and are still kind of bitter about it. Okay. And because, you know, fanboys who grew up with WCW and considered it better, they see him as the thing that killed it. Okay. Uh, So he decided that he was going to become a legitimate wrestler. Okay. At the age of, like, 40. Seems like a bad idea. 
Yeah, so it's if not a this good docu- idea. documentary covers his training, his trying to be a wrestler, he goes to, you know, like, Tijuana to, like, wrestle and, like, learn Lucha Libre stuff. Uh, and one of the last things is he fights a, a, a hardcore match with against a dude named Nick Gage, who has been arrested for robbing a bank, once died in the middle of a match, and I don't think knows wrestling is fake. Oh, okay. Uh, and Nick Gage hits him with a, a real glass bottle and uh, a light tube. Uh-huh. And Nick's David Arquette's artery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, you know, that's what that movie's about. He seems like a bad uh, person to wrestle with. Yeah, I, I don't like... Seems unclear to me why you'd voluntarily do it. Yeah, I... I don't like Nick Gage. I like Nick Gage as, like, a meme character that people sometimes turn him into. Sure. Uh, him saying trans rights, murder, death, kill is extremely funny to me. <laughs> oh, is that what MDK is? Yeah, MDK... Okay. And just him proclaiming that everyone is MDK gang, like okay. this, ra- like this person who hosts a podcast is MDK. You're painting a very odd portrait of this person because they seem kind of fun until I remember the part where they don't understand that it's. They maybe don't understand that it's fake. Yeah, like. But- He's a confusing person. And attacked a guy with an actual glass bottle and, like, cut an artery on him. Yes. And I have to assume that was not an isolated incident. No, uh, uh, there are other stories, but I won't tell them here. Sure, I'm just saying, if that happens once, it must have happened more than once. Yeah, and to a guy who is, like, somewhat (laughs) well-known. Right. Yeah, the, the weird part of that is... He just, like, you just immediately see him, like, okay, I'm not going to, like, sell this or anything. I'm just going to hold onto my neck, leave the ring, and then, like, get into my car and get driven to the hospital. Uh-huh. While, like, holding a towel on my neck. And it, he's driven there by Luke Perry, also famed actor. Oh, okay, yeah. Because they're buds, and Luke Perry's son is a wrestler. I feel like... The emotions Luke Perry must have been feeling in that moment were probably a very important resource for him to tap into when playing Archie's dad on Riverdale. Yes. I I need to watch other things with him, and if I just don't know him as Archie's dad, <laughs> he deserves more than that. <laughs> I don't know if he... I mean, I, I don't mean to say this in a mean way. I don't know if he does. He... Listen, say what you want about Riverdale. Luke Perry fucking... Like, he, brought he does, integrity yeah. to that role. <laughs> the show has kind of fallen apart, it seems, without him. <laughs> In a way that makes me kind of really want to go back and catch up yeah. on, like, three seasons of Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Don't make some bad decisions, please. Come on. <laughs> I've made Chelsea watch, like, not even the whole first episode of Riverdale, just until she couldn't stand it anymore. Uh, I was trying to explain the appeal of it to her And I was like, okay, here's the thing about Riverdale It is not the best TV show It is the most TV show Yes It is very TV show It is every genre of TV show (laughs) Oh yeah, that's that's right It's because David Arquette was in a movie that was About wrestling that featured a lot of WCW wrestlers Mm Mm-hmm 
and they decided that and at the end of the movie his character becomes a wrestler not even the champ and so because of that they decided to make him the champ <laughs> i see y'all want to talk about common writer we can talk yeah, about common sure. writer <laughs> did, did we cover your stuff enough molly <laughs> uh yeah all right Playing Dragon Ball. Listen, we we took a week off. This happens. It does. It does happen. As opposed to when we take three weeks off, that's long enough that we forget everything that happened. So we yes, have nothing to talk about. True. We open at Kango's 18th birthday party at the school because, of course, it is. Yeah. Um, but Yuki is running late, and she gets there, um, and gives Kango his present. Uh, which is a big keychain with the little drawings from the Rabbit Hutch. The little Pokemon game manual drawings of everybody that I love yeah, to see. That are a part of one really big keychain. Very I'm cute. So, it's so cute. There's also, there's not that many students in here, and I think that's supposed to indicate that it's like after school or something. I choose to believe it's because most students have transferred away from the murder monster school. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who could say? Yeah. I think it is also, it is very nearly the end of this new semester that they started, That's, like, a yeah. while ago, so... Everyone's playing hooky, it's senioritis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I'm sad that we didn't get a shot of Kingo... Uh, why can't I talk anymore? Uh, I'm very sad that we didn't get a shot of him with his giant keychain hanging out of his pocket. <laughs> yeah, if only... But that Yuki says, good. like, hey, it's, uh, you know, you live alone. It'd be really bad if you lost your keys. So I got the whole Kamen Rider Club to keep uh, their eyes on him. Which it's is adorable. Cute. Adorable. Yeah. We love to see it. I love these kids. Yeah, these are good kids. I also um, like Kengo being, like, he's crossing his arms and smiling. He's like, wow, this is the most lively birthday party I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very Kengo, funny. you fucking dork doofus but everybody's like you know kango it's been a lot going on since uh like we first met you know we all thought that you were kind of a piece of shit you know um and he's like you know it's kind of inevitable that you change when you go around people like this uh which being being surrounded by so many extraordinary individuals makes change inevitable yeah Uh, and he mentions he likes the sound of acting a little more human yeah Um, smash cut to the single greatest shot in the entire show (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Cherigamo in the background has been cooking vegetable soup the entire time, he and he's wearing his chef a full, outfit. Like, chef outfit. Now, he, I feel like there's two ways of thinking about this shot of uh, Gamo in this chef outfit. Uh, the first is that it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. The second <laughs> is that it's the worst thing I've ever seen because of the suggestion that this whole show could have had constant cuts to Gamo in disguise, hanging out <laughs> in, in the background. Disguises. <laughs> you, so, so you, what you want is the is the. Uh, I want Gene Parmesan from Arrested Development, but it's Gamo. Yeah. No, you want the. You have to wait for the remake of Forza so that they can put in the uh, Gamo everywhere function. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but um, Gamo's like, hey, this is a great occasion for you guys to try this. I wanted to put it on um the menu for at the school next year, uh, because it's gonna be like a really nutritionally well rounded meal for all these astronaut kids who wants to be astronauts and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and they're like, damn, this shit tastes good. I love vegetable soup. Um, and Jake's is like, yeah, it's way better than Yuki's hot pot. And then Yuki goes, damn, it is. 
God damn. It really is better uh, than my hot pot. Gamora is such like a stock kind of villain, but also he might be my favorite version of this kind of villain. He's just, yeah. He has so much fun being like their like paternal figure while also hating them. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. What they what he should do is have everyone ma- like be forced to eat astronaut food. Oh, they're all just always eating like dehydrated ice cream or whatever. Yeah, like it just like everything comes in like little packets. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you're supposed to eat it in zero G, but it just kind of like sucks and. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he uh talks about like yeah, listen, uh, this school, I you know, it's very important to me that you guys have a very good uh meal, uh, because this school is meant to cultivate you to your limits, and I'd do anything to achieve those means. Um, anything, anything. Uh, I which like is how this whole scene until this point just has all the happy music, even though the audience knows this guy's evil. It's yes. just like, let's just have a fun time with the main bad guy. Just real quick. Um, and, you know, Gen buys it immediately. He's like, damn, that's amazing, Chairman. That's exactly what I expect from, like, an ex-astronaut. You're looking out for us. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'm the type of guy who can't relax unless I do everything myself. I have trouble letting other people handle stuff for me. Uh, and Gen goes, no, 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 no. Well, let me tell you about something <laughs> I like to call a friendship. Um, oh. Have you heard about friendship? It's magic. You hear about this Ugh. shit? Oh, I'm disgusted. Yeah, Friends how, suck how, ass, how young fucking Gentaro. dare you point your finger at me? Well, Gen Listen, says, I'm going to be your buddy. Maybe some people need friends, but I'm built different. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm going to be your buddy. And Gamma goes, oh, bet. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Oh, work? Yeah, put, put that finger down, kid. Uh, anyway, youth is really interesting. You know, you believe your values are absolute, but, uh, I'm a lone wolf, okay? I'm an alpha, uh, and I don't put up with shit like this. And we later, cucks, enjoy the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then Kango has a heart attack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say, Ashley? Uh, I, I would just say that, like, uh, Gilmo is like talking like friendship. It's like how people say like, "Oh, if you're, you know, old and a, you know a liberal, you're an idiot." <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, extremely. he's treating friendship like that. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh, you're, you know, the the foolishness of youth. You understand that the only way you know to live is truly be sickos, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Kengo has a heart attack and Gamo catches him and then remembers a time when he was on the moon with Kengo's dad uh, where they found the core switch. Yes. Um, yeah, what the fuck is that? Who knows? I don't know. I do because I've seen the episodes. The core switch sent to guide mankind into the stars. Yep. Um, and then they high five. I do love the space high five. It's very funny. Yeah. Anyway... Um, we're over, uh, they're, like, at the hospital where, uh, Ron and, um, the fuck, Haru, um, yeah. where they are, and then Gen walks in, and he puts his hand on Ron's shoulder, and she throws him into the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> she kills him Gen dead. Would have by now. Yeah. No, I, he's the, he's the stupidest boy alive. Yeah. At this point, I have, I'm starting to think he does it on purpose, because he's like, he just wants to see her cool karate moves. That's a really good thing for a friend to do. <laughs> right? Gotta keep you in shape. 
Yeah. I, yeah, he he does have similarities to Goku. Right. That's true. Well, Gen would um, fucking love Goku. <laughs> Gen would give Cell the sensu bean. <laughs> yes. God, he sure would. He sure would. But then he would instant transmission Cell to the King Kai planet. So uh, impossible to say whether the decision was good or bad. The, the thing that always kills me about that is that Goku has time to sit there and argue with King Kai. Why don't you just grab him and teleport away, Goku? Because it's funny if King Kai blows up. I mean, I, I yeah, that's that's true. I would blow up King Kai in an instant. Uh, <laughs> well, like Goku points out, who fucking cares? You all, the only difference is you have a halo now. Yeah. Yes, Ashley, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to say that... Uh, uh, another a big difference is that Gen would uh, like also like he's like would see his son and be like I'm gonna be best friends with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would be good to his kids. You mean? Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> big difference. Goku is better to his kids than the memes say he is. He's not a great dad, but he's a better I dad listen, than people say. I I don't think that like he is like an abusive dad or anything or like even a bad dad. I think he is a dad that. Isn't always there for his son. Most of the time, it's because he is dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but he puts himself in some bad situations on purpose. Yeah. You gotta be, you you gotta know, be smarter if you have stop kids. Zans. He's gotta stop Frieza. Yeah, but he didn't have to help Frieza. The, the he could have just left. One- yeah, but then Frieza fucks him and then he just kills him immediately anyway. The only one that I will say, okay, Goku is being a bad dad, and you know what? Maybe it's a one strike and you're out situation. Is when they want to wish him back to Earth after he kills Frieza, and he's like, nah, I'm just gonna hang out in space for two years. I'll see you guys later. I'm gonna take the scenic route home. Yeah, not, not great. That one, that one not is good. bad. Pretty indefensible. Every other time, though, it's because he's, like, recovering in the hospital or died. Maybe he should stop giving Cell Sensu beans. (laughs) 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 Then he wouldn't die so much. That, you know, you can't argue with that. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish we had gotten the version of Dragon Ball Z where Gohan was the main character. Every day I wish for this. Goku should have died on Namek. Yep. Anyway... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Common Rider. Ron says, hey, Gen, I'm ready to join the Common Rider Club. I've been practicing Aikido like a motherfucker. I'll kill people. And Gen says, that's crazy. I love that. You can join anytime. Um, and then the principal shows up uh, and he says, hey, Ron, uh, there's an emergency. You need to get in my car immediately and I'm not going to tell you where we're going. Um, but then Yuki says, wait, but where are you going? Um, yeah, like, Ron is immediately like, this feels like a kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> this, this does feel like I'm getting kidnapped by my principal And Yuki just goes No get in the car it's great You go to America Yeah I'm you so go jealous. to America great And uh, Hayami is like very very nonchalant Yeah uh, get in the car um, we have to go um, And Yuki's like damn America sounds great Never did get to go And Gen is like Yuki did you just put her in a car For him to kidnap her <laughs> uh, So they follow him um, and she like looks at him and is like, "Where the fuck are we going?" And then Leo is in the middle of the road uh, and blows the car up. Yeah, or stops it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, they get out, uh, and the principal is like, 
Hey, Leo, what's up, man? Uh, weird seeing you here. Yeah, at this point, I was like, oh, this was all, like, uh, a trick to get her away from everyone else. Right. So that they can, like, fuck her over. And it is, but... It's more complicated than that. You will be, like, 100% sure of that until the end. Yeah. yeah. It's not It's not exact, because in the Gemini situation, they just put the switch in Yuki's hand and made her press it. Right, in but the Piscis switch doesn't work that way because the plot needs it not to. Yes, they have to con her into using it herself. Yeah. Um, I really, I kind of wish we had a Piscis villain episode, uh, cause I, I think the power set looks very cool. Yeah, she can yeah. just, like, dive into anything like it's water. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, yeah. but, you know, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah. I um, feel like these episodes, I like these ones, I feel like they'd hit a little better if Ron had been more of a character. Oh, yeah, if she had shown up any time between when the fly was destroyed and now. she showed up now, even one more time. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, one or two more times would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, the principal transforms right in front of them and goes, Hey, Gen, if you don't want everything to get fucked up, you have to help me fight Leo right now. Um, and he starts fighting Leo. And Gen is like, damn, that's crazy. I guess I'll fight Leo. Um... Ron runs over to Yuki, you know. Um there there's a fight scene. We do we do common rider fights here. Yeah. Um eventually uh Leo kind of gets beat back a little bit and is like, "All right, I'm fucking leaving. I don't care about it this much." Um after having turned into Aquarius and thrown his whip around and stuff and, you know, that's that'll come up. Um but the principal uh untransforms and is like, "Hey guys, uh f- friendship? I I lied to you. I'm sorry. I was the bad guy." Yeah, um, and Ron is like, "Are you the one who gave the switch to Haru?" And he's like, "Yeah, I did do that. That was I, me. Uh, yeah, that was I did do that. I, I regret it right. I regret it at this moment. Yeah, it, only bef- only in this moment do I regret it. Now that you're asking me about it, and then she throws him around a little bit. Um, and Gen is like, "Dude, stop. He's just gonna keep landing on his knees like that. It's not hurting him." Um, <laughs> but he explains that she is the last horoscope. Um, she's the last horse girl. She's the last horse girl. <laughs> no, she's a fish. I know. It's just I like I, <laughs> when you said last horoscope. For some reason, my mind completed horse girl. Horse girl. Uh, uh, <laughs> the twelve legendary horse girls. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, the principal explains. Listen, if all twelve switches are brought together in one place. I am in extreme danger. Uh, and Gen is like, you betrayed your friends to save yourself? And he just says, yup, sure did. You're gonna do whatever yeah. it takes to keep me alive. Yeah, he explains that if you bring all 12 switches together, Gamo will open up a dark nebula using the hole above uh, the school to yes. create a portal to the presenter. He just wants to go meet God, and in doing so, it will create, like, a backlash that will destroy all of Japan. Yeah, it's he yes. basically is going to form a black hole immediately above Japan. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Gen is like, uh, all right, well, I don't know if I can trust you, but you were trying to protect Ron right there, so I could trust that. So let's, uh, yeah. why don't you come with me? We'll go talk to some people. Um, starting right now, you're my buddy. And he puts his hand out to do the handshake, and Hiyami's like, oh, damn. Uh, and then before he can do it, Kango calls up, and it's like, no, 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 no. I heard, I heard all that shit. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
who's the who's Sagittarius? You got to tell us before we'll trust you. Uh, and he's like, okay, fine. Sagittarius is Gamo. And they're like, holy fuck, bro. This oh, sucks. Damn. This I goes just all the way to the top. It yeah, goes all the way to the top. <laughs> he just made a soup. He, I just ate his soup. His his friendship soup. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a little uh, tiny lore dump about how he built this high school 10 years ago to... Yeah. Uh, like try and get the horoscopes happening, and it really only started working in the last year and a half or whatever. Right, he, he got like three hits until last year. How do you, how do you think he met Leo? Because he definitely wasn't a student, right? Sure doesn't seem like, like it. Because yeah, Leo seems older than the principal. Yeah. So what the fuck? Yeah, good question. He's just a guy. He's just in love. That's all. <laughs> yep. He was Gabo's lifestyle sub. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you know um anyway uh you know the black hole situations explain and then gen is like uh okay well i trust you and ryusuke's like i fucking don't give me your libra switch idiot and he's like damn okay i guess i'll give it to you because i have no other choice i was enthralled by gamo but now i see the error of my ways i thought he was the only person who understood me but now i understand i hurt a lot of kids feelings uh so that sucks um and then we go to Mew's mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Her enormous fucking mansion. Everybody goes, wait, Mew, you were rich, rich? Like, yeah, for real she's rich? Like rich, rich. Uh, it is one of those things where it is uh, always in the anime, there's like that, that rich, rich friend. Yes. Right. Uh, this is a weird thing where I recognize this set. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> it's one of those things that is like. In the same way that, like, early, early on in this episode, I, like, or in this series, I recognize, like, the pool set that was somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the, the high school pool. Yeah. Um, this one gets used in, uh, Blaze Blue, where it is, like, a, uh, which is the... Do you mean Blue Blazes? Blue Blazes. Yeah, Blaze Blue is a fighting game. That's a fighting yes. game. Yes. Um... Is the one where it goes like, uh, where it's about Hideaki Yano and his whole group of people as they make uh, student films. Oh, sure. And uh, the final big moment where they make the big animation for the convention that they kind of got famous for and, you know, what led to them forming Gynex. Right. Uh, takes. Uh, they do all of the work in this room. <laughs> yeah. It's like, huh. it's supposed to be like a hotel. <laughs> I mean, I would believe this was a hotel. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like a bunch of people like on the floor, like just drawing a bunch of shit and like handing it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tomoko, uh, sent, she has a new type flash uh, and she goes. She, Ron. Yeah, she has. She has new. Like they have like solidified her powers so that, like a digital aberration occurs every time that she like senses yeah. something. Really uh-huh. wish they would have done this uh, before the last four episodes. <laughs> That'd have been cool. Yeah. Um, what are you but she, do? she finds a piece of Aquarius's whip in Ron's pocket, um, and they uh, immediately call. Um, Kengo, Jake, and the principal who are over at Professor Omoto's old office. Um, they are looking for something they can use to kill Gamo. <laughs> um, they're like, damn, 
Virgo must have been doing some wild shit. And then the principal's like, I literally have already gone through this room. I don't know why we're in here. Um, and then they called Jake. A uh, lot of fun little cell phone rings in these two episodes. Yes. Because all the kids are out of school. So everybody's in casual clothing. Uh, yeah. Which is it, kind of fun. Since that hasn't happened before, basically. Um, but... Kango picks up, like, a thing that is supposed to be, like, an, a moon rock, uh, but it has, like, message from the moon written on it, and he, like, picks it up, but then he has another heart attack and falls over. Um, it, it, Kango is really on his fake sickness for these episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know it's it's awakening in him or whatever. Yeah, anime disease hitting hard. I feel like the anime disease moved from his head to his heart also. It's, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's I a general. Yeah, it's a general body sickness. Yeah, I sympathize with anime disease. I have anime disease. You uh, do, and that's why you're an anime main character, Molly. That's so true. Um, Kango drops the moon rock piece, and uh, it like cracks open, and there is a USB drive just labeled Kango <laughs> inside yeah. of it, and he. Uh, it happens to be while uh, Professor Hami walks away. Not professor, principal. Um, and uh, he's on the phone, because uh, they called Jake. Um, and he's like, oh shit, you guys found a piece of that whip? I bet he can track that, so maybe get out of he there. He can't track that. He can indeed track that. I love that they cut over there. Um, Shun is hitting it with his shoe. Uh, Mew is sitting there with a uh, box of uh, tissues. And, uh-huh. uh, and Tomoko is spraying it with hairspray. <laughs> Trying to kill it. It's really funny. Um, but yeah, uh, Hayami is like, yeah, you guys got to go get out of there. Uh, Mew's house is not safe, even though it's big and rich. Um, and yeah, Leo's there and he finds it and he uses the sleep power to get rid of Mew, Shun, and Tomoko because they're not going to be in the rest of the episode. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> we can only pay them for the first 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so um, they chase down Ron, Yuki, um, uh, Gan, and Ryusei. Uh, and there's like, I, I still like Leo's thing where he can use all the switches because he turns into Virgo and teleports ahead of him and then yeah, yeah. Uh, transforms into the other ones. And then he untransforms and he says, Oh, yeah, I haven't said my name in this whole series. It's Tatsugami <laughs> Ko. Remember that. And yeah. then it goes back like- to being transformed. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I just realized that the the wiki is gonna be a little bit weird <laughs> if I don't, if I don't say, say my real name. They need like the real name fi- thing filled out. So yeah, and they're like, "Oh, so you're the Leo Zodiar?" And he's like, "Yeah." Now that you know, give me the girl and fuck off. Um, uh-huh. And he has one of the switches. He's like, "Listen, Ron, could you just press this?" Uh, and obviously, Gen and Ryusei, uh will not be handling this, and then they transform. Um, they, uh, they do some fight, and then eventually Leo's like, man, this sucks. I'm going to take the Libra switch. I'm going to summon some guys, uh, and they're the same ninjas, but they have big hair. <laughs> they're yeah, going to leave. Now. Uh, so, you know, it, it's what if someone took the joke character of the Dust Star and, re- and just went for it, just made it? Yes. Uh, and they did that. It's like when, like... Everyone's like, Sonic Fox can't win with that character. Like, they're nothing. And then he's like, well, watch, fucking watch this. Nah, try me. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, Ron and Yuki go to hide. Uh, they immediately get found. Immediately get found. <laughs> um, and Leo's like, press this fucking switch. 
press the switch. And Ron is like, no. And then Hiyami goes and jumps off the cliff and uh, tackles Leo. Um, beautiful shot where he completely whiffs it, uh, but he then hits him. fucking does not come in and it lion's roar of this fucking dude. No. <laughs> he would not score points in horseshoes for this jump. I mean, I assume it's because he can't actually jump at the guy because he's got to jump at, like, the the padding like they've the got pad. off screen. Yeah. Oh, totally. But it's very funny that they show you the part where he is going to jump down onto the padding and not, like, just the action of him starting to jump and then hitting Leo. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, like, it... it it's a small, like, editing problem that, like, doesn't actually matter in, like, the larger thing, especially with how Lucy right. Goosey Tokusatsu is. But it was just extremely funny that you just see this dude, like, in-universe about to eat shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the principal tries to fight Leo a little bit, gets his ass beat. Because, yeah, he's not transforming. Yeah, because Leo has the Libra switch. He can't use it. Um, and he's, like, reaching for the other Zodiac switch. I'm like, you should have just pressed that, dude. It probably would have turned into another Libra switch. Yeah. I don't know how switches work, though. So That's true, yeah. I mean, I assume it seems like there can only be one of each horoscope. Yeah, because, yeah, like, so. it seems, like, to be the thing where, like, they're gathering these 12. Like, this is... right. Like, yeah, good thing they were all high schoolers. Yeah. In Japan. Well, most of them were high schoolers. Yeah. Some of them were teachers. Yes. I mean, like, I guess the idea is um, that, like, if you expose people to cosmic energy uh, and, you know, like, push them, yeah. They, yeah. Can't, they have the potential to become these things. I think anybody could be... Uh, but, you know, circumstances or whatever. Well, I also assume the principal and um, uh, the, the Scorpio lady were students when they got their switches. Uh, the Scorpio lady canonically was. I don't right. know about the principal. The principal yeah. might have just been hired as principal and then met Gamo and went, damn, that's cool. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah it seems like like this episode kind of hints at his backstory in a way that, on one hand, I would hope it gets elaborated on a little bit. On the other hand, he, well... I don't know if it'll really matter. He's about to die, so. <laughs> yeah. You guys have been waiting so long for him to eat it. <laughs> and then the it, way he eats it is not what it is obviously gonna be for 20 not episodes. At all. It's so weird that, like, they are building up that whole thing for the entirety of, like, like the latter half of the show. Yeah. And then, like, at the end, he's like, Nah, I was ride or die forever. <laughs> yeah, but they just have one flashback in black and white of, oh no, hey Libra, come on, we're cool. I love you, man. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's Listen. it's a twist for the sake of doing a twist. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, he's such a fucking dweeb. He um, is. Anyway, eventually Ron sees the principal getting the shit kicked out of him. Um, the principal's like, you gotta get her out of here, bro. Um, and then Ron is like, Jake, get the fuck off me. I'm pressing the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, try to convince her not to, but she's like, I, like I can fight, too. she doesn't too. even have to do, like, a judo flip on Jake. She just kind of shoves him, and he goes flying. That's Jake's Jake. not that strong. No. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got a glass jaw. Uh, but she transforms into He's got, uh, like, Pisces. a paper mache jaw. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, eventually, uh, she turns into Pisces, 
Um, and Leo's like, oh, thank God. Hey, do you want to come meet uh, Gamo with me? And she's like, no, I'm going to kick your ass with my fish powers. Uh, and then they do they do a little fight. Um, yeah. Again, I like her power set where she can just, like, meld into the ground and swim around and stuff. She's a squid. She's a kid, etc. That is yes. true. She's a Splatoon. She is a um, Splatoon. Gan and Ryusei finally kill the dudes with the hair. Good for them. Um, but the end of this episode is Gen showing up to that fight, and then Gamo shows up and is like, oh, hey, you got my 12th Switch. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Um, and everybody's like, bro, what's going on? Are you, the, the, are like, you for real? Yeah, like, Gen is like, it, it can't be you. And he's like, yeah, it's me. No, it's me. I had you the whole time. He's going to undertake the next phase of human evolution and contact the presenters, the most advanced intelligence in the universe. And Gen is like, you don't care who you're going to hurt along the way. And he's like, people die all the time when evolution happens. This is no different than that. Uh, and he's like, I choose to believe that those who uh, persevere, rise up, and follow my example can come meet the presenters, too. Um and Gen he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to nuke Japan, the whole yeah. country. But, yeah. you know, people will pick up the pieces, and then they'll follow after me. It'll be a good thing in the long run when you think about it. Yeah, when you do some the, evolution, The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And in this case, the few is a lot of people. It's, it's, it's many, <laughs> but... <laughs> idea of like the principal or someone be like gamo sir we could just like go out into the middle of the ocean before we set him off no yeah no, no it must be we will destroy japan <laughs> yeah i don't know why they would want to do that but he like walks up and puts his uh hand on uh against shoulder and it's like no kid you don't get it <laughs> yeah i yeah. don't like you <laughs> <laughs> It's it's super not the point, and it's not actually a problem. There was a part of me in this scene where I'm like, again, he's not transformed. Fucking smoke him! Yeah, stab him with your sword! Don't let the main bad guy casually walk up to you with his defenses lowered. I don't think you understand Kamen Rider at all. I don't think I do. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, this happens constantly. I kind of figure, yeah. Also, I, I, I could see if you were like, uh, to tell me that, like, this guy would, like, could instantly transform, like, the second. <laughs> sure. But Gen right. doesn't know that, you know. It's like yeah. said, it's not actually... Yeah. A, a, Gen it, is it, hurt that he's talking shit about friendship. That's... And that again, pretty much Gen explains already everything. swore a blood oath to befriend this man, so he can't yes. kill him. And he's like, damn, dude. Um, and Gen is like, you had a friend, it was Kango's dad, and he goes, yeah, no, he was a cool scientist, but I have literally never had a friend, ever, not yeah. even one time in my life, come on, uh, and then, uh, he says he's the apex of human evolution, cause he's Sagittarius, Sagittarius the coolest, everybody loves Sagittarius, nobody even knows what Sagittarius season is, dude, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, you fucking, you fucking children. Uh, and then he hits uh, Ryusei and Gen one time and then shoots some arrows at them and they have to detransform because they well, take too much that, damage. The way this first episode ends is he walks up to Gen and like taps him on the shoulder, like clasps his hand on his shoulder and his eyes glow red as he says, your values are not absolute. Yes. And I assumed that meant that he was mind controlling Gen, you know, that thing he can do. Oh, no, he's not doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. No, no, no. He's just he's just doing sicko eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So everybody gets beat up. Um. And uh, Kango has another heart attack in the background. Um. Ron is like, I'm not joining you. And 
uh, Gemo sees that the switch is blue and goes, oh, okay, well, you need a little bit more time. That's fine. Uh, and just walks away. And Leo's yeah. like, uh, sir? <laughs> it, it, it's the usual thing of like, well, we just finished one episode, so we need to kind of draw this one out. Yeah, we need yeah. a little bit more sauce on this one. Um, but he's like, yeah, just think about it. Give us some thought. And uh, uh, if you uh, decide that you don't want to join me, I'll just kill you. No biggie. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you a little bit of time. Uh, anyway, we'll deal with uh, the principal later. Um, and until then, you should cower at your coming execution, spending your nights unable to sleep, filled with fright. Uh, he goes hard. Damn, dude. Uh, he's so good. And then Kango says, Come on, we're gonna stop you, bro. Oh, oh fuck, anime. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> anime. This is too much. And he falls to the ground. Uh, and everybody's like, and Leo turns to Gabon and is like, Hey, should we do something about him? And he's like, No, we're just gonna go. I don't know. Moments before disaster. <laughs> uh, Kango wakes up in a white void, uh, and yeah. all the switches enter him, and then he's holding the core switch. What could this mean? And well, he taps uh, yeah. the, Excuse he me, taps the switch, sorry. and there's a baby crying, and he's like, yes. oh, damn it, I'm in Death Stranding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck! Yeah, because... You know, they had found it earlier, and then, like, as soon as you hear the baby cry, I'm like, fuck, Kango's a star baby. He's a star baby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, cut over to Gamo going back to his sicko's room, and he's like, oh, yep, that switch ain't done yet. And Leo's like, sir, um, you sure we shouldn't worry about the core switch? Are you, are you super sure? Nah. And Gamo's, <laughs> Gamo's nah. like, oh, you noticed what, what, that too, huh? What, what could he do? Yeah, he's like, that's eh, fine for now. We thought it was gone anyway, so once I have all the horoscope switches, nothing can stand in my way. No big deal. Um... And then uh, we go back to the rabbit hutch where they've brought the principal there. Uh, and he's getting bandaged up. Um, and he's like, damn, thanks. Uh, crazy that y'all got a base on the surface of the moon. How did we get here again, by the way? I just want to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before God, I answer fuck, any I wasn't more even questions. thinking about that shit. Oh, no. <laughs> it's in the preview for the next episode. Uh. Um, I, but also it makes sense that, like, of course... Like, the villains have to destroy the, like, the base in the last... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, he explains, yeah, you know, he was just kind of letting Forze and Meteor do their thing because he thought that their presence would make more Zodiarts because they had a superhero. So, you know, have you have you read any Batman? It's kind of like that. Yeah, they ask him, like, hey, what did Gamo think about Common Rider, the Common Rider Club? He's like, oh, he was just a sickos guy about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a psycho's guy about it, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Wait, wait, and what, then, what does that mean? Oh, it's like a meme from the Onion from like five years from now. It's an American <laughs> satire newspaper. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Mr. Osugi is there, and he goes, "Wait, the principal is Libra," and he's like, "What the fuck?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, it bro, took you we, a really long time we, to we, do we've this." We've been known. Yeah, we we knew this, and then he like sits back down. And he's like, "Fuck, that's crazy." Um, and then Gen comes in with the Pisces switch. It's blue. Um, and Please, they, the Pisces switch. The Pisces switch. I'm sorry. Um, and he says, yeah, I've been trying to destroy this thing for like an hour and none of the stuff on Force 8 works. And like, okay, well, let's just put it inside a little little tiny glass jar uh, inside Kango's room. Uh, and then Mr. Suga goes, holy fuck, Miss Sonata with Scorpio? <laughs> 
Yeah, like, I cannot take this. <laughs> there, everybody's like, "Yeah, dude, we found out about that weeks ago." <laughs> um, but uh, Ron is like, "Hey, can I go see Haru in the hospital?" And everybody's like, "Uh, no, you have to stay in space so that they don't take your switch." Uh, and also, you just saw him yesterday. Yes, yeah, you like, saw him yesterday. We get it, but like. Just needed to be chill, like, for a bit right now. And Hayami's like, oh, but we can't stay in here forever. We have to act. Um, And everyone's like, okay, what's your idea? He's like, let's go steal the horoscope switches. I know where he's keeping them. Uh, And Gen is like, well, I don't have a better idea, so I guess we'll just do that. I do like that, like, I did not think about it much. It tracks pretty well if he's the traitor the whole time. Like, everything he says and does makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, uh, Principal. Yes. No, totally. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Gen says, yeah, I don't have a better idea. And Ryusuke goes, uh, goes, for real, bro? For real? We're doing this? And he's like, well... We don't have a better plan, and he's uh, seriously willing to risk his life, so that's cool. Uh, I appreciate that about him. Um, I, I I'll, appreciate I'll a man willing to die. Yes, I love that. And he says, can I trust you, Principal? And the Principal's like, yeah, of course. And Gen's like, that's good enough for me. Gen is the stupidest man who has ever set foot on this earth. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, Kango wakes up. He's been asleep for a whole ass day. Yuki is there with him, and it's like, damn, you've been asleep for a whole ass day. <laughs> and he's like, I've been asleep for a whole ass day? <laughs> That's right. Um, and he, like, starts to get up. He's like, yeah, I feel fine now. And Yuki's like, hey, do you want any food? Everybody else is at the rabbit hutch. We're at your place. I'll make I'll make some kongi for you. I don't know if I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. Um, but Kengo imagines her making, like, the space kind, but it's just regular food this time. Yeah. And yeah. she goes... I wanted to make the space kind, but you don't have enough fucking stuff in this apartment, okay? It's not my fault. Um, I love how much in, like, Japanese kids' shows, there's always at least one kid who just has no parents, but, like, inexplicably has, like, a nice apartment by themselves. Yeah, lives by himself. You know, <gasps> like, he that's had that astronaut the cast of Sailor Moon. They all yeah. had astronaut parents. Yeah. Um... But, you know, they reminisce a little bit, and Yuki's like, damn, you have quite the birthday this year, huh? A lot of people just died. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Haha, what next? (laughs) What next? Uh, And Kengo's like, yeah, that's true. And we're friends now. I owe it to you and you and Gen. Um, Thank you. Uh, And then we go back to the school, um, and we walk into the the chairman's office. Ryusei and Gen and the principal are like, oh, is it really in here? And he's like, yes, it is. And he opens up the evil wardrobe on the other uh, side of the room. That is the opposite of the good locker that takes you to the moon. <laughs> I laughed so fucking hard. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I didn't make that connection until just now. That's yeah, so it's good. Yeah, it's the evil wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> um... But uh, they um, cut back to the rabbit hutch. Ron is like, damn, I hope Haru got my letter. And then the TV in there turns on, and it's Jake. And he's like, hey, I think we might die. And then Leo takes the burger meal and is like, hey, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> I'm at the hospital. He's, do- he's like, doing, like, the th- 
thing that like the early The Shield did, where it's like handheld cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. This is probably what inspired The Shield because it was only a year yeah. after this uh, episode premiered. So you know, what if The Shield, but instead of riot cops, they were writers? That'd <laughs> <laughs> be so sick, dude. I'm with common writers in wrestling. Let's go. We, I I am honestly surprised that there are not more common writers in wrestling. They would have done it, but the Shockmaster went so bad that mm-hmm. they couldn't go with anybody with a helmet like that anymore. Yeah, mm. I, I just, like, am, am shocked that, like, they haven't had, like, more, like, masked wrestlers that are, yeah. like, have inspired looks by that. Like, obviously, you know, there's Tanahashi, who is gear inspired by every single common Rider series. Yes. And we, we stand you, him King. for it. Yes. Thank you, King. Um, thank you, Ace. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, and then, uh, there's, like, one that is, like, a common Rider-based indie guy who's, like, he's, like, the Beatle writer, and it's, like, similar thing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Leo's like, hey, uh, come save Haru, bring the Switch, and we'll meet on the beach. Uh, and you have to come alone or else I'll kill you. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Rana's like, damn, I do got to go do that. Uh, and Shun and Mew try to stop her. And by stop her, I mean, they stand there for a minute and then she throws them up against the wall and is like, Hey, everyone knows that I know Akito. So this is really your fault when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, th- there is nothing that can stop her. Yes. Um, there is a Gemini in the chairman's room. Um, where, and then it's one of the clones that's going to explode. Yeah. And Gen and Ryusei realize this and they're like, we got to roll out of here. Uh, and they dive roll, dodge roll out of the room. And then they're like, oh fuck, we left the principal in there. He's like super dead. He's yeah. definitely dead, huh? Um, and then the main dusters show up again and they're like, damn, we almost have known we were coming. This isn't suspicious. No. Um, no. No. What? No. What? No. Uh, so a little bit more fighting there. Um, they do a combo with the magnet switch. Is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Giving yeah, I, their assumption is that Leo set them up. Yes. Um. The any time that Ryusei says, "Hey, Gen, throw me a switch," it ends up being sick. <laughs> so yeah, that is true. Anytime they yeah. trade switches in any way. Yes, it's good. Um, and then as he's putting, I think they only did magnet because he answers the phone as he's putting the fucking magnet switches away. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's just a thing of like, oh yeah. Also, it's a cell phone. Don't worry about it. It's a cell phone. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Also, he uses it while he's still in the common rider form, and he puts it up to his stupid helmet <laughs> to talk to Mew. It's amazing. Beautiful. Where else I love is he it. gonna put it? Yeah, I know. I know. You know, he doesn't have any in suit. Uh, you know, telephone, so he's got to use his cell. Except he does! He's got the radar switch! (laughs) You can't use that while you're in Magnet, and it'll fuck up the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'll wipe the hard drive. (laughs) Yeah, the only way you could do uh, telephone is if it's in the Magnets itself. Right, of course, naturally. Anyway, down at the beach, Ron is like, hey, you have my boyfriend. Uh, He's still in his pajamas. How could you do this? Uh, oh no! I'm you sorry. Have there my is a quick. <laughs> Shut up! 
I'm sorry. There's a quick scene where Kengo plugs in the USB drive to his uh into his briefcase laptop and goes, "Damn, this is crazy!" Uh, and then Yuki gets a call uh, from Gen about how they have to go meet at the beach. Um. Anyway, at the beach, Ron eventually goes, "Okay, fine. I'll use the switch and fight you." And then it turns red, and she's like, "Sorry, Haru. I gotta fight this guy." Uh, and Haru's like, damn, I hate being bait. This sucks. Um, <laughs> why does yeah. this always happen to me? <laughs> why does this keep happening? I liked it better when I was a bunch of flies. I missed <laughs> that. Can I go back to that? And, uh, Ron is like, no, I'm still technically very much stronger than you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't forget it, kid. Based on uh, how, like, the two common riders struggle to 2v1 Leo she, like, fights him to a stalemate every time she tries. She Because yeah, she's, know. like, actually good at fighting. Yeah. Yeah, she is. A tr- well, Ryusei is, too. He's, his backstory is he's from a dojo. Yeah. He just he just watches a lot of Bruce Lee movies. <laughs> yeah, we love him for that. not the same. Just at some point, probably should have just given her the fucking uh, Forze belt, buddy. <laughs> she's better at this than you are. Uh, you know, who knows what's up with the Zodiacs. They, he, uh, you know, he has to use the power of friendship, and that's something the Zodiacs don't have, so. That's true, that's true. The cosmic switch wouldn't work for her. Yeah, it wouldn't mm-hmm. work. Um, anyway, uh, Gen walks up to the fight, and they're like, yo, it's Gen, check that out, that's crazy, and he's walking very slowly in the base Forze suit. Yeah. Uh, and then mm. Tomoko, right before it happens, realizes, oh, fuck, that's not Gen, that's Libra. And at this um, point, I thought, oh, right. Gamo mind-controlled him at the end of the first episode, and he's like, Manchurian candidated him here. No, it's just Libra. <laughs> it's just yeah, Libra no, doing... I just... forgot Libra had illusion magic. He does have illusion magic. That's his whole thing. But he, like, um, never uses it. <laughs> well, not anymore, anyway. He did yeah. it a lot early on. And then they stopped having him use it for this, I guess? Right. I don't know. Um, The boys pull up, and uh, they're like, hey, there was a fight going on over here. Uh, and then Libra just hits uh, Ron with the staff, and she drops her switch and detransforms. And Ken is like, oh, fuck, we're late. This sucks. A um, lot of talk about betrayals uh, and how it sucks that he convinced Gen. Uh, and he's like, hey, Principal, you survived. Uh, you were after the switch this whole time. And he was like, yeah, dude. Obviously. I like, really I sh- like this bit where, like, the camera gets kicked into the waves and, like, the principal is just kicking the shit out again in the ocean. It's a yeah. cool bit. It's a good, like, lowest moment for Gen. Except that I do not believe the principal could beat him up. No. <laughs> the principal has been too much of a fucking punk for too long for me to buy that element of it. Yes, kind of. But also at the same time, this is the thing, like, anytime Gen is shocked, he never puts up a fight. That's true. Yeah, like, all the shots of, like, Gen just, like, covered in ocean water, like, pounding his fist. I love that shit. Yeah, that's good yeah, shit. I, I also just like like how like fucking destroyed his shirt gets. Yeah. Yes. And like it just really like and just him being all wet just really sells how fucking sad he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, but he's like, I can't believe that this high school was just created for Zodiacs. Like, if that's true, then what is up with it? Like, what's the point of us going there? What was the point of our school? You know, our school year. Uh, Youth. And uh, he's like, uh, and uh, the principal's like, yeah, you're just a pawn, dude. Get over it. 
And Gana's like, no, our school days belong to us. If you're going to try and corrupt it, we're going to make you pay for it. Uh, which, you know, good good little thing. Good yeah. good stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, he transforms. Uh, there's, there's another fight. Um, and then, naturally, eventually, uh, Sagittarius shows up and goes, yeah, no, we're done with this fight now. I'm here. It's me, yeah. Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm not wearing my cape anymore. Check out my cool flame wings. Um... And he uh, explains that the Zodiarts are capable of warp sp- warp speed space travel, uh, and that's how they're going to go through space to get to the presenters. Yeah, they're they like, and fight. They're evolved beings designed to live in space. Yes. Yeah. And then he tries to fight Gamo for a minute, and then Gamo does like a Shoryuken, and then everybody's down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he fires a bunch of fucking arrows. I I like the arrow thing. It's good. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's good. He's just got like a machine gun crossbow. Yes, it's and sick. yeah, like we, we we get the thing where it's like, oh, uh, he is like the principal has like, even though we saw like all the doubts, like he has always been in on this. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, it, the, the idea I got was that like he was maybe starting to doubt things at the end of, like, the last set of episodes, but then they talked it out, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then, well, he's like, well, fuck, Virgo's dead now, so I guess I gotta have a third. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Libra, you're in now. You're cool again. <laughs> um, but, uh, the chairman goes, your desire to be friends with everyone is nothing more than immature nonsense. Which is not wrong, <laughs> but I love it. Kind of true. Kind of but also, true, but Gamo's, for the wrong reasons. Uh, desire to murder Japan to go say hi to God is also immature nonsense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, he's like, yeah, watch me uh, observe my departure to the heavens from the ground, fucker, uh, yeah. and then puts the switches in the briefcase, and then yeah, Dark Nebula shows up. Um, it's very funny that they talk about how they're summoning the Dark Nebula when, uh, in theory, Virgo could just do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, it I got the impression true. that, like, Dark Nebula was less a, like, thing and more like a technique. And this yes. is, like, the super Dark Nebula. Yeah, this is the, this is the version where they have, like, the coordinates, uh, put in there. Right. Um, and he, like, flies up into the air, the portal opens, there's, like, lightning striking everywhere. Yeah, it's the end of Evangelion shit. Human instrumentality yeah. has started. Sure. Um, and everybody's on the ground, and Leo's like, yo, this is sick. Um, and yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, Dark Nebula, guide me to the presenters. And then Kango shows up and says, hey, he's really vulnerable right now. Just kill him. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I did some research, and I found that, like, right now you could just fuck him up real bad. Yeah, like, Virgo, really- the reason Virgo was helping is because if he got all the switches, he'd try to do this dumb bullshit, and he'd be vulnerable. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Ken's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just do a finisher real quick. Um, and then Meteor, like, blocks Leo from coming in, but as Gen is about to hit Sagittarius, Libra jumps in the way, um, and takes the hit, and he flies into the Dark Nebula, but bad. Yeah. Uh, and fucking Ex- dies. Yeah, he explodes. He is fucking dead. He, um, he flies into the actual Dark Nebula, not the... <laughs> yeah, not yeah. the coordinated Dark Nebula. Yes. Um, and there's like, a, there's like a thing where you see his face in the like background. He's like, did you see me Gamo? I was so cool for you. Damn. Now I'm dead. And Gamo does not care. He does no. not give a shit. Uh, um, and again, again, confronts him and says, you say you don't have any friends, but he just took that hit for you. 
like, yeah, he's, he died for you. Is that not what friends do? And he goes, no, I'm the sun. And he was just a planet orbiting me. Of course he defended me. Right. And, yeah. and Ganon's like, damn, that sucks. And then Kanko goes, you motherfucker. Uh, and he goes, Super Saiyan for yeah. friendship powers. You know, this whole time I thought it would be Gen who glows with power as he says, did you just say friends suck ass? But it was Kengo <laughs> all along. It was Kengo all along. He he just needed Listen, a little push. Uh, Yeah, like he he has taught, been taught that friendship is magic over the course of these episodes. And now he believes magic is real. Yeah. Yeah. Really good character arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he shines. Just that, just that image of like where it's like blank has become Catholic, but Kingo has become <laughs> <laughs> Wiccan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kingo shines, and uh, he breaks the portal that um, uh, Gamo was gonna use. Um, and it closes up, and we get like a quick shot of the beach, and everything's back to normal. He's like, "Wow, that was crazy, Kingo. What the fuck did you just do?" And Gamo's like. Yeah, I think we're just gonna go. I don't know. I'm tired. That was wild. Um, and Leo's like, dude, I told you about the course wish. <laughs> I warned you I about warned this. You, bro. I warned you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you about course wishes. And he's like, shut the fuck up. We're leaving. I can't wait to be a piece core. of shit all day and play all these <laughs> horoscope switches. Uh, Kango is passed out on the beach. And everybody's very worried about him. Uh, and then he starts glowing blue again. Um, and then the course which pops out of his chest. And that is the end of the episode. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? Which, yeah. you know, fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm like, what? You know, he was he was the Switch baby. Right. Yeah. And the preview. Yeah, the preview for the next episode is just, yeah, my dad fucked the stars. So I got to go back there now. My my dad stuck his dick in a dark nebula and it made me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's uh that's next time. Next time we're gonna wrap this baby up. We sure are. Yeah. Yeah. Um we have any questions, Ashley? Oh, uh, we do. Let's we answer do. them. Alright. <laughs> Might as well. Uh, I asked people. I said that it's Kingo's birthday, and Piss Kiss is on the scene. Ask us about last-minute villain turns, uh, which get turned again. <laughs> Anime sickness and high school being a sham. It was a double turn, except it was the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. From Vic Perfecto, what wins the taste test? Uh, Gamo's vegetable soup or Yuki's regular no floating planets? Uh, kanji or konji. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably I, the no floating planets. I I feel like Gamo's soup is is the superior dish. Yeah, I, I would probably oh, be. Yeah, you're probably right. Be more into the soup. What I am mean, I saying? Here's the thing, right? Like his soup is probably the better recipe, but Yuki's is made with love. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's tough. Yeah, could go either uh, way. From Terrace Queenly, what guests would y'all bring to Kingo's birthday party? Um. I don't know, probably, uh, I, I would probably give him the Criterion version of For All Mankind, the documentary about the Apollo program. Sure, sure. I'm gonna give get him his one ass of those, an encyclopedia. I'd give him one of those desk pillows that, like, goes up over your head so that you're just completely shut out from the world. He gets sleepy a lot. He does get sleepy a lot. 
Yeah. I will get him nationalized healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from at Gats below, uh, and this is the last question because Lexi just sent Pris kiss. Thank you, Lexi. What are some exa- Yeah, this is from Gats below. What are some examples of your favorite villain turns in fiction? Hmm. Um, I mean, like, uh, there's a lot of really good wrestling ones. Sure. Yeah. There's a really good one in the Stormlight Archive that I can't talk about because eventually I want y'all to read it, but you never yeah, will, yeah, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did just post a picture of the kind of pillow I was talking about. It's called an ostrich pillow. You did. It's the one that you can yeah. put your hands in, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like made for, like, airplanes and stuff because, it's like, It's so you... fucking ugly. It's. <laughs> it it, listen. It's made for when you do not care how you appear. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna get through this fucking twelve hour flight if it kills me. I yeah, think like the pictures they show on the website are all like I'm studying at the library and need a quick power nap. Damn. Yeah, no, because they don't want to show the what it actually looks like, which is someone in sweatpants and flip flops. <laughs> right. <laughs> like with a unwrap like a, a thing of peanuts next to them. Yeah. Just and like a bloody mary just fucking passed out on a plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, villain turns. Uh the first one that jumped to my mind is like full metal alchemist. I like when it turns out that the Fuhrer is a bad guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um Yeah, like a uh, Oh, Malcolm's is really fucking good. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, I should watch it one day. You really you should. should. It's great. Tremendous. I, you, like you would, I think you would like it, Molly. I probably would. Um, <laughs> it's about a shitty little boy who meets God and continues to be an atheist. You gotta respect it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we we made jokes early on about Kingo being an atheist. Yeah. Ed is the most atheist. Ed would have a YouTube channel if there was YouTube in Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yes. Like, the first episode is literally him going into a church to make fun of somebody praying. Amazing. He's <laughs> yeah. the worst. Uh, and then Al's just the goodest boy in the world. Yeah, he's got such a sweet brother. I've heard uh, that. I've heard he's a very good boy. He also loves cats. There's a lot of good cat content. Okay. A, yeah, some good cat content. Yeah, there's some cats living in that armor, Because, right? like, he, yeah, he's a hollow suit of armor, and he likes to keep cats inside of him. Why not? You know, if I could, I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, the anime is good, but I almost want to say that you should also, like, check out the manga just for... I, I should get you the, like, four-comma <laughs> manga <laughs> collection just because all of those are hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, just all of her, like, little author's notes at the end of the chapters. Yeah. Where she's just, like, a cow lady. Yeah. She <laughs> she reminds me a lot of the, the lady who made a Sailor Moon. Uh-huh. Yeah, where kinda. It's just a lot of, like, no one understands. Like, I want my men big. I want my girl sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, there's one where it's, like, she's answering listener que- or reader questions, and she's, like... The question is, like, why are all... Why is everybody in Full Metal Alchemist hot and beefy? She's like, uh, my readers will think they're too scrawny and don't eat enough if they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so all of my women and all of my men are just the be- are beefcakes. I think the way it's translated in English is, listen, 
Men should be hunky and women should be vavoom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Thank you, Queen. Oh, she's. I need to read Silver Spoons at some point. Because after she wrote an action uh, shown in manga, she just made a very long-running manga series about life on the farm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I also read a bit of Spy uh, X Family. Mm-hmm. That's a good manga. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yep. But th- that's it for questions. Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on Audio Entropy, such as... Uh, MCU Complete Me, the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home episode finally came out, so you can hear uh, us talk about that one. Um, Next month, we've recorded an episode on Jerry Maguire, the best superhero movie. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. uh, The big one is Idol on Playtest. It's an actual play podcast that I GM. Uh, It's two different campaigns releasing on alternating weeks in order to playtest Idol on Become Your Best Self. An RPG that me and Molly have written based on Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm going to plug this last one exactly one time, because I don't care about it that much. But I thought it would be fun to do uh, a a playthrough of Disco Elysium where every choice was made by committee. So I started a Twitter account. If you follow um, at Jamrock Shuffler, you can watch me play the slowest game of Disco Elysium ever. Oh, it's so slow. <laughs> because I get to a dialogue choice, I put up a 20-minute Twitter poll, and then I come back like a half hour later to make the next dialogue choice. Yeah. Well, you know, by the end of the month, we should have made it out of the whirling and rags, at least. I hope so. I, I Yeah, we'll, we'll be investigating no, that like body next. before June, I think. You'll be investigating the body by next week. Depends on which way people tell me to go, because they might decide oh, that we're going. True. They might just decide that we're not investigating the body at all. Yeah, we might just There's go an hang achievement out with... for beating the game without looking at the body. Which I, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> no idea how you do that. Actually, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at your library with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me at my, with my podcast. Uh, oh, at hyenacackle.com, which has my new podcast, Let's All Talk in the Lobby, newest episode about Hellboy with my friend Zoe, uh, just came up. We talk a lot about Gilmore del Toro and how he went from an indie horror director in Mexico to making some of the biggest comic book movies of all time. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say that the next one uh, stars our good friend Julie Lowe. Uh, and is about the movie Wolf Children, mm. and that one gets a bit heated. <laughs> oh, interesting. That one we did not agree on the movie. Uh oh. It's still a good time though. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, and also my Patreon at uh, Patreon.com/slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, your friend Molly, the white E-R. You can find me at uh, audioentropy.com, ineedmail.com. Um, we're doing Amory score again. It's happening. Yep. Uh, so that'll keep updating. 2021 um, is truly the year of the black rainbow. Year of the black rainbow. That's right, baby. <laughs> 2021 is the year of the year of the black rainbow. <laughs> I wish it wasn't. <laughs> Damn, I wish it wasn't. How is 2021 almost half over already? Yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> How does fucking 
time work. <laughs> That's the thing about like I do scheduling at work. Uh-huh. So then I see the people come in and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, last time I saw you, we told you to come back in three months. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. I feel like yeah. it it I'm at the point where time feels like it goes in cycles where you have one year that seems like it never ends and then one year that takes about a week. Yeah. Yeah, this one I, seems I like saw, Yeah, I saw that like, oh, they announced like something for fall, and I'm like, oh man, that's so far away. And then I was like, it's actually not that far away. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Truly um, cursed. I'm also on Eidolon Playtest. You can listen to that. Uh, oh, yeah. Also on Journal Updated at the second best game dot club. Um, and our Journal Updated episode on Disco Elysium's out. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, so you listen to that. Fun time. Uh, we're going to play Tyranny next. And then after that, I think we're doing Bioshock. Nice. Good luck with that. It'll be easy. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't think there's. I don't much even know t- if you need to replay that one. <laughs> you can play uh, through I, the first. I do want to play through it again. Sure. Like, as far as the themes of Bioshock, you can stop at the 10-minute mark and you got everything that game has to say. Yeah, I'll get to that banner that says no kings, no gods, no masters, and then that'll be pretty much okay, everything you, you I You have to, to see know. that, and you have to get the Andrew Ryan speech, and then you have to immediately cut to the, the guy murdering another guy. And then, yeah. like, it only goes downhill from there in terms of theme. Game's pretty fun, though, as I remember, but we'll as see. I remember, it might suck yeah, ass yeah. now. Yeah. I remember um, that game having a good vibe. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's all that. Um, patreon.com slash Molly Rambeck. You can also go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for hosting the website. Uh, thank you everybody who has, everybody who will. Uh, you tell your friends about our show. Review us on iTunes. Do all those nice things for us that I like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, because it makes me feel good when people say nice things about me. So, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Anything else, y'all? No, so. not that I, th- no, yeah. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. It's space time. Undercover. <laughs> the college Undercover. years. College years. <laughs> Why? BC and you. BC and you. <laughs>
Touchdown brings me round again.